Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chef Quaz and our guest star, Chef the 420 Chef. Enjoy the show. everyone, Scope here from Scofield's Flowers. Freddie, I'm here as well, I think. I think I, yep, you are here, from right. what I can see. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we got a special guest star today. I mean, we're so excited. We got Chef Quaz in the house here. That's hey. Chef underscore Quaz. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm going to give a little bit of history really quickly yeah. how we met. Chef and I actually went to... Um, Sports management worldwide. Wow. Yep. Shout out to Dr. Lynn Lashbrook and his wife Liz. Uh, we went to this uh, online school, mm -hmm. and then uh, we wound up meeting each other after that. I wanted to learn. My son was playing hockey, college hockey, which Freddie, you know, you played. Yep. And uh, then he was going to go play some pro, and I was like, oh, I got to figure out an agent situation, right? Yep. And so after we took the class, you meet online. Next thing you know, you're going to invite everybody to the uh, um, to the combine for the NFL. Mm -hmm. So oh, wow. we all met at the NFL combine yep. in Indianapolis. Yeah. And crazy. I mean, some great stories here, which I'll let you yeah. tell your you know your your, your one uh, Mike Tomlin story here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's how we got to know each other. Then. Uh, being that we were both from Los Angeles, I got a call from him not long ago saying, hey, Scope, I see your show and everything. Um, I'm in, uh, in uh, uh, we're, we're you're in Stockton. Stockton. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a chef, a private chef, and I'm flying in, I'm working in uh, Los Angeles, and yeah. uh, I'd love to meet up with you and show you what I'm up to, and here we are today. Yeah, 11, wow. 11 years later, 11 yeah. wow. years later. Uh, I know we've talked already in, in detail about how Scope and I met, but it's just funny Scope meets people in the weirdest ways, you know, like who would have thought, you know, I'm 33 now, yeah. Scope's, you know, 60, 73, something yeah. like that. <laughs> I've, known, I've known him for 13 years because yeah. he was one of my hockey coaches and then okay. to a smaller to level, kind of an agent, you know, esque, you know, he helped me get uh, back east to play college hockey, but you know, who Scope has some of the most interesting stories of how he meets people for yeah. sure. And, and that's definitely one of the more unique ones for sure. Yeah. So, so, you know, one of the things that, well, why don't you, you know, we, we were talking about tailgating today, right? Okay. But I also, yeah, I, you told me that Mike Tomlin story and how you really got into football. I know you're, you have a son that's 11 years old. Yeah. And he's playing football exactly. now. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, give him a little taste of that story. Well, um, as you know, <laughs> I met him, uh, what, 2006, 2007? Yeah. yeah. And so at the combine, I was there, and uh, I was at the club with uh, Matt Moore, the quarterback. Shout out to Matt Moore as my buddy, the quarterback, mm -hmm. back a quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And so we was there, and I met the lead scout, Kelvin Fisher, and I exchanged information, gave him my resume. And so uh, I was in Steak and Shake about 2 o'clock in the morning, and Mike Tomlin walked mm -hmm. in. And I was like, hey, Coach, man, it's going to say it's an honor and pleasure. And I, uh, I told him I wanted to be a scout. He was like, send your information to me. And the day of the draft, I got a call from Kevin Colbert to fax over my resume, and I did. And that training camp, I was there. His first year, I went to training camp two years. Wow. And tried to play. So, yeah, it was a blessing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And you were cooking at the same time? I was I was cooking, but I wasn't cooking on this level. I've always been cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cooked my first meal when I was seven. Right. I fried some chicken, yeah. burned some top ramen. And cook some corn. My mother cried. So yeah, that happened. <laughs> and who gave you that football at nine years old? Kurt Warner, my, uh, my mother, my auntie. We was in Oakland. Oh, okay. Uh, 
going to the movies and the Ravens playing the, uh, the Seahawks and Kurt Warner rookie year. And I was like, Mom, there go Kurt Warner, there go Kurt Warner. <laughs> He's like, here you go, son. Here you go. And he signed it. And I've been a Seahawks fan ever since. All right. Ah, that's yeah. great. All right. You know, what's well, funny, you know. though, is so you mentioned you, you made your first meal at seven. When I was not even two years old, three years old, I used to love cooking. But okay. as you know, a little kid, you're not yeah. making real food. So exactly. I had all my like plastic stuff. Yeah. Well, I figured out, you know, hey, if you're cooking, you use the oven. So I started putting my plastic, you know, things in the oven. One time my mom went to preheat the oven. Next time, you know, you, the yeah. next thing you notice, the whole place is just reeking of burnt plastic. Exactly. Opens it up and there's, you know, my, my toy, you know, cooking wear in there. Yeah. And so, you know, I think at the same point, like I, I've, I've always loved cooking. I yeah. love food. I love eating. I'm Italian. We love oh, okay. to eat. You know, and, and I'm kind of that one that I'm experimenting. I mean, I used to put weird ass shit in my food, but yeah. it's just like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Huh? Tastes good to me. All right, yeah. keep going. Other people are like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, but yeah. you, you kind of learn a little more, was dial it, it back. Was yeah. it ever cannabis infused like they're doing nowadays? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've been cooking up some stuff, a little Breaking Bad style. I have, I have. So, uh, you know, it's interesting in looking up the history of tailgating and everything. Mm. I mean, they were tailgating back in the Civil War. Yeah. I mean, when the Battle of the Bull Run in Virginia there, they were tailgating. I mean, women and children would sit up on the hill and, and watch the battle. That's I mean, crazy. it's no different than the Romans and having the fight exactly, and everything yeah. like that, too. Right. But, I mean, I was just amazed when I read that. And then and when I wanted to really see when the football tailgating started... It was Yale that broke mm -hmm. it down. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Ivy League getting Ivy League. drunk, watching yeah. football. Who would have thought? Yeah. And reading yeah. a bunch of books, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, 1906. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I got talking to uh, Quaz, and I was like, so, you know, how big is I mean, we started talking about how big tailgating really is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in the past year, there have been so millions of people watching it, but it's reported estimated that 50 million tailgaters in America wow. collectively spend $12 billion a year. Wow. That's, That's a lot of money yeah. on some food. A lot of burgers, a lot of dogs, I, a lot of cheap beer. Yeah, so alligator then, and everything. So then I texted you. <laughs> yes. I texted yeah. the alligator. Where was that? That was in Florida, Florida, Georgia. Yeah. Wow. So so for everyone else, we'll, we'll throw it up there, but I got a text message this morning of a whole alligator on a barbecue, skin, <laughs> you know, just yeah. cooking over there, which yeah. looks actually delicious. Yeah, gator meat is good. It's all white meat. It's good. It's all white meat. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Beautiful. Really? So yeah. It's like chicken, right? Yeah, gator nuggets. Yeah, I eat them all the time. Wow. Yeah. Gator nuggets. Yeah. And it, how does it skin? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's filet. You just bread it and drop it in the grease. So let's season it. Drop it. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, yeah. Next podcast, we're having <laughs> <Yeah>. gator. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'll bring some yeah. down. It's good. Move over. Yeah. We're, move, we're flying to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you go to a game. I was involved in a, in a bid that we were doing, and it was going to be George against Auburn. Oh. And, I mean, that's 200,000 people. People. Showing wow. up to a game. Right. So, I mean, the traffic. And I remember when I was going down to see Steph play, and he was down playing in the Southern League and uh, uh, professional down there. And I was, like, on the road, and I had an entire caravan go by me from the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. And it was just car <laughs> after car yeah. after yeah. car. Yeah. I mean, with writing on the windows, with, you know, yeah. the face, uh, paint. The face paint, their flags. And, yeah. I mean, it went for at least... 
10 miles. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, it's never ending. I was actually in the slow lane. They were just all zipping <laughs> right by and beeping the horns. And I mean, it was pretty crazy. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I uh, as I, you know, I lived in Arizona for a while. I had some uh, season tickets for the Cardinals. We used to go to some of the uh, ASU games, some of the big bowl games. And I mean, it, it, it's perfect weather year round. So, oh, beautiful, yeah. So we're, you know, it's like here, you know, you. Yeah cold winter day is 50 no snow mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. if, if it rains you're like wow this is a you know uh, this is a blue moon we'll exactly. take it but i mean it's you know dead winter and, and we're still out there shorts t-shirt grilling yeah. up um <laughs> if you ever go out to uh arizona for uh cardinals game right across the street there's this whole entertainment district so imagine yeah. going to uh, like LA Live, yeah. where there's just bars, restaurants, the whole nine, and then you could walk across the street and go sure. to a football game. So we actually used to go into one of the bars there. Uh, we met one of the, you know, a couple bartenders. We used to throw them some tickets because we worked yeah. in sports, and you know, hey, take care of us. Mm -hmm. And so next thing you know, our, our hundred dollar probably tab, you know, was a little bit lighter than that. So it was always <laughs> nice. Uh, but you know, it was a good time. And you know, then we just walk across the street, yeah. go to the game. Um, so it's a little bit of a different tailgate. We didn't actually have to break down and do all that stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of fun and unique in there. But then obviously, uh, when you go to ASU games, the games itself are dry. So you actually have to party off campus uh, before really? you go to the game oh, because ASU is a dry campus, believe oh, it or not. Wow. It's a party town, but it's a dry campus, or, or at least it was back then. So you know, there's parking structures and people are playing bags and you know, <laughs> cornhole there. And you know, they'd have setups with like portable mm. porta potties yeah. you know there and everything like your own personal you know john and yeah. and you know then we'd go in and go watch uh college football and you know hopefully keep you uh you know nice buzz you know for the whole game <laughs> yeah. or sneak a little something in for you yeah 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 no that's crazy um what um so uh who's your uh who's your favorite team seahawks seahawks you said yeah, that seahawks, baby. Uh, <laughs> hey. Well, hey, I brought my Bears hat. Okay. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, what's going on? Well, Seahawks, you know, I, I'd hate, I hate to bring this bad boy out. You know, first place Rams. Oh, uh, 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 Make some room. My ego's, my ego's coming through, guys. Yeah, you have, you have a couple good years, and next thing you know, Rams fans are coming out of the woodwork. Like you, right? I was, uh, I was actually one of the first people to put a deposit as soon as they came back. So you know, eight and eight Jeff Fisher days. I was still there. Oh yeah. You know, I got my season tickets. You I got mine up. I still have them now. Uh, you know, if you need some, you know, let me know. I got okay. a little side business going, but uh, <laughs> you know, if uh, it's been fun, Scope and I've gone oh, yeah. some games together. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking. It's crazy there too. It's nuts. It's nuts. It I mean, it's, it's really nuts. it's crazy. A hundred thousand. Well, they can only have eighty thousand people, I think, right? Yeah, I, it's, they they did a hundred thousand, and it was probably close to being unsafe. Um, yeah. The wall-to-wall -wall people, the Coliseum is just not. Built I don't know that. why they what they thought. I don't think people got that much bigger yeah. when they built it, but you know, they built it for a hundred thousand. Yeah. When you put a hundred thousand people in there, it is not set up for it. It's already, you know, 80,000. It yeah, feels like old. Yeah. it is. Yeah. But, um, outside the gates, basically there's just lawns between there and like the natural history museum mm -hmm. and, and campus. And they just let people park on the lawn and set up shop. So wow. you're literally feet away from yeah. the entrance when you go tailgating there. And, and it's a really, really cool experience. Sounds like it. So what? Uh, who do you think are the three top tailgating uh, NFL teams? Mm. <laughs> I would say somewhere. I would say either Tennessee or uh, uh, the Falcons. 
Uh, nobody in the West Coast. We too bougie for that. <laughs> right? We too bougie for right? that. Yeah. Uh, I would say um, Tennessee or Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, they go with Green Bay or Green Bay or Cleveland. Some old teams that have been doing it for a long time. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, so what we're going to do, Freddie, I'll let you, I know the answers already because okay. I did all the looking up. Yeah. So I'm not going to answer that. But for anybody that wants to uh, hit us live on our Facebook feed and let us know who you think. And if you can name all three, um, first, second, and third tailgating uh, teams in the NFL, we'll be happy to send you some coasters, uh, an eight-pack, and I can guarantee you your, your friends and every family will love them. So, Freddie, mm-hmm. who, who do you think? You know, Bill's Mafia. You see the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, jumping yeah. through tables. I, I, I yeah. You know, they may not be the most, but they're definitely uh, the loudest. So yeah. I, I got to feel like they, they got to be in the mix. Um, I feel like a Detroit would be there. I mean, just blue yeah. collar, yeah. rough neck, yeah, like, you know, diehards. I mean, if you're still a Lions fan, like, God bless you. You're never going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and, you, you know, it's like almost like Cleveland territory. Yeah, exactly. too. So, you know, exactly. I figure you already said Cleveland, so I'll go Detroit. And then uh, definitely something down south, like a Carolina, maybe, yeah. you know, where, yeah. uh, like you said, some good barbecue yeah, exactly. and, and just the culture, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. That would be my three. Well, I'm going to shout out. I would think that the Bears would definitely have uh, one of the very top. And I, like I said, well, they I already, had all the liquor back in they, the day. Yeah, so yeah that's prohibition's for sure. going through there, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, we've had a sponsor, uh, Dick Carrier Underwear, with mm-hmm. my buddy Richard uh, Carrier. Shout out to him. But he actually owns a tailgating company in Chicago. Wow. And it's it's like the red carpet of tailgating. Okay. Outside of the stadium. TV's so, set up. Yeah. I mean, everybody's barbecuing there. It's like going to like an IndyCar race. Okay. So, I mean, really, really amazing, uh, uh, you know, adventure when you go there with him. And uh, first class. And then you can either have tickets or you just stay there and you watch the game. Wow. Right on television, right outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. And they got yeah. heaters there. They've Ooh. got everything. So, yeah, you'll need really, those. <laughs> really nice. So... Let me ask you. So you got into cooking and being a chef and mm-hmm. that. What uh, I mean, what's what's a couple things you like to cook the most at home? And then before we uh, go into the kitchen, you know, then we're, we'll talk about some of the things you're going to cook today for our uh, for our little specialty, where people can actually uh, learn a few things and what's a, a good little uh, treat to cook for their family and friends during a. During okay. a football game at home or even yeah. on if they're tailgating. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so. uh, my favorite thing to cook at home probably is seafood. Uh-huh. I, I'm more of a seafood, Caribbean, Asian cuisine type of person. Okay. If I cook soul food, I'll put a spin on it. Nice. So, but I like to cook, uh, throw some, make some homemade salmon burgers on the grill. Ooh. I do a, a, a fried catfish with uh, mascarpone cheese, Ouch. grits with a with a combo, with a gumbo gravy, or I'll, just anything you know. Play around some food, fry whole red snapper, make a Creole jambalaya. Yeah, you know anything Ooh. like yeah. So I'm just, getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. You also sing your food, am I not right? Yeah, yeah. I like the I like to me food is therapy. You know, food is a common effect for me. So I like to play music and just have fun with it and. And just film and talk and just talk to my food and just it just it just erases any like stress I have for the day or for the week. So like when I'm in the kitchen, it's like a cloud of protection. You hear that, honey? Work. Cooking is stress reliever. <laughs> it is. The more you cook for me, the less stressed you'll be. Right? It is. It right? is. It well, is. you know, here talk about <laughs> hey, honey. So you know, we had uh, you know, uh, Quaz came in early and he stayed at the house last night. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just, we were in the kitchen crying, laughing because he says, look at this. My son just hit me up. You got to tell him that. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Now, I am going to apologize to your That's wife all right. right now. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. So, so it's like, so like when, I'm, when I'm going out of town or whatever, you know, my kids, a sport, used to be cooking. So uh, my wife, she didn't feel like cooking. And my son sent me a gift of Anthony Anderson crying, talking about, please help us, please help us. <laughs> right? And, and, then he sent me, and then he sent me another gift, talking about, I must pray over this food. I must pray over this food. So, yeah, so my kids, they spoil. I mean, yeah. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had waffles. Egos. Yeah, that yeah. Egos, yeah. yeah. Dad, so, what's yeah. this? So if I'm, home, if I'm home, I'm doing homemade buttermilk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I totally get it because I grew up, like, I hardly went out to restaurants. It wasn't until I started playing hockey competitively mm-hmm. where, you know, we were on the road a lot yeah. more that I couldn't eat at home. So all my meals growing up were homemade. My lunches, like, I hardly ever ate lunches. It was always, like, mom-made sandwiches. Yeah. And, like, I look back and it's like... It's not like deli meat that you just you know get out of yeah, the exactly. shelf. It's like she went to the deli, she ordered up specific stuff. So it's like I had great food growing up. My dad's uh, family's all from Sicily, oh, okay. so he's uh, he's second generation. Okay, grew up in uh, the Bronx. Okay, and, you know, so they're you know old school Italian yeah. recipes. So he'd make his pasta sauce from scratches, grows his own tomatoes, you yeah. know, whole nine. To me, that's just food. Yeah, exactly. And, and then friends would come over and have it, and they'll be like, "Dude, this is so good." I'll be like, "Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's pasta, right?" You know. Yeah. And they're like, "No, this is really good." That I was like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's good. I get it." You know, like, you're used to it. That's why. Yeah. And to yeah. me, that's just yeah. what that's pasta what, sauce tastes well, like. You know, exactly. like, that's just standard. So then, if I go somewhere where it's like not good, I'm like, "What is this water?" You know, yeah. kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and mm. it's like, "Wait a second, that's not how this is." You know, yeah. you know, or you know. So even sometimes going out to restaurants, it's not as good. But no, it's not. Um, you know, so I, I only can imagine what uh, growing up in your household would be for them and, and how yeah. you might have spoiled them a little I too spoiled much. Them. <laughs> it's, 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 I spoil them. It's like I, I make their lunches. I, they eat breakfast every morning. Ooh. And I, I fix their lunch and snacks. And it's just it's just something I love to do. Yeah. It's just something I get up in the morning. I fix their lunches. We got a routine and take them to school. And You sing to them like, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's time to wake up. It's time wake to go up. to school. <laughs> you know, like sometimes when I, when I, they, I get about, I'm like, I say, wake up, sleepyheads, rise and shine. Yeah, bring the food yeah. in, like Pepe Le Pew floating yeah. in the air. You have your exhaust vent going into yeah, the room. Yeah, exactly the room, yeah. So, so it's, fun cooking with, it's fun cooking with my kids. You know, my my daughter has more patience than my son. My son's like, if it's not done right there, he don't want to do it. But my daughter had more patience. So it's fun cooking with them and nice. see them. A lot of times I let them cook their own little favorite food. Okay. I sit and supervise. One makes spaghetti, and and my daughter she want to make cookies and <laughs> yeah. things like that. So it, yeah. it's fun, you know. Food. You I know. think my uh, my grandson Oliver is going to be a is going to be a chef because uh, every Tuesday he comes over to the house, and my wife uh, Judy is always okay. Oliver, what are we going to cook today? He <laughs> loves making his cookies and his brownies and everything else. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, it's starting them young on those brownies, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I might have a little surprise for you, buddy, <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> so um, let's talk about, like, your social media. Uh, you've done a fantastic job. Thank you. I mean, uh, you've got 35,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. You've yeah. got people hitting you up. Um, they would love hearing you sing your food, and they yeah. love your recipes <laughs> and everything. And I know we briefly, you you want to start, uh, we're going to start working on a book, aren't we yeah. not? A cookbook, yeah. yeah. I, I have two things people always <laughs> ask me is... Uh, like a cooking, some type of cooking show and a, and a cookbook. So 
I've been scoping been talking. It's 2019 is ready because yeah. I got people from Denmark to Europe to Africa, Brazil, Alaska, Russia. Wow. They just like I sent like four bottles to uh, Iceland like a month ago of my, my, my season. Yeah. So yeah. and the guy wow. he paid for the shipping. He was like he won. <laughs> yeah. So, so you awesome. do have you do have a seasoning yeah. in that. Joe, do you mind grabbing the seasoning over there? Uh, I know they had some right over there in the corner over there. I think I see it. Yep, right there. Thanks. Seizing. And then what else? And then you also made us up some nice, uh, some, uh, you had some so, lemon oil that you were showing me at the house. Spices. Yeah. Kosher salt. That's not it. Maple sugar, cayenne pepper. This is the all purpose rub. Yeah. This is from Quasi Can Cook. Yeah. And then we've got this bottle, but we've already, I know you've been prepping. I think, yeah, you've been today. The yeah. sticky you've been icky. Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is that sticky icky scope. Yeah. Lemon sauce. Yeah. So tell us about the uh, sticky icky and uh, how that came about. Uh, I was just home uh, playing around and I tried it at first with water, but it didn't taste too good. So I made it, and my son was like, Dad, you used to sell this. I was like, why? He's like, man, this is good. You can put this, you can eat anything with this. <laughs> and so uh, I did it, and it, like, I could pour, you could pour it on. If you have a kid that don't like no vegetables, get some of that. He's going to eat all the vegetables. There we go. <laughs> What's you, in it? Uh, chicken broth, honey, uh, cornstarch, uh, lemon zest, and lemon juice. It's all there? Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. And then what about the, uh, the rub that you have, too? I have a little. Uh, so what's that called again? This is the all-purpose all rub, rub. gluten-free okay. with no MSG, all and right. very little salt. What's this good for? Anything, vegetables, fruit, meat, poultry, fish, whatever you want to put it on. It's, nice. it's, it's, it's a good complement to anything because it's very. It has a very low salt content. Okay. And if you smell it, man, you, you smell all the spices and herbs. You can just smell it. That's good. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, awesome. yeah, exactly. Throw <laughs> <laughs> it over. That's funny. Leave, leave it to the flower guy to come. <laughs> so what? Uh, so yeah, the Instagram is like your number one, and Facebook. How's that doing for you? Is it's doing like, good. I'm, yeah. I'm more. I'm more of Instagram than Facebook. I'm on really on Facebook because my family back south and east. <laughs> right. And and but I I tweet and do Instagram more. Okay. And then okay. it's like Instagram is fun, you know, it's free advertisement. It's like I didn't know I had that many followers. I just looked up one day. I had I said, My wife, I said, I had I got twenty thousand followers. She's like, I said, Me, little old me, you know. <laughs> yeah. But then but like a lot of people I get it's like I have one of the best Instagram feeds because it's not only just food, but you know, I give like inspirational motivation quotes and things like that and, and post awesome. funny things. You know, try to break up because the world's so crazy, you gotta laugh. Yeah. Sometimes you can't be serious every time. So I get a lot of good feedback like that, so I That's like awesome. it. Yeah, where you know, I think Scofie said at the beginning, but where can people find you on social media so they can follow all your stuff? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Chef underscore Quaz. That's C H E F underscore K W A Z, and then uh, QuazCanCook.com. That's my website, and then on uh, Twitter is uh, Chef underscore Quaz the same, and Facebook the same. So. So Perfect. now one one last I know that I wanted to ask you. So you're you're doing private uh, private dinners? and personal, yes. Yeah, and then you're also doing group dinners and yeah, things I like that. Yeah, I do group, private, personal, group birthday parties. And you come in LA quite a bit. You just cook for a couple rappers. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, I cook for Ray Schremer when they're in town. Nice. I like I did like a three month stand. It's fun. They good down our people. Good kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. And who's yeah. the who's the the like the biggest so far? 
Uh, um, of them, them two. No, of uh, like uh, who have you cooked for? Well, you the really... biggest. I was. Uh, um, I did some cooking with Celebrity Chef Jr. Yeah. Out of Kitchen Cray in uh, DC. Okay. Uh, my mentor is Chef Aline. I give a shout out to Chef Aline. That's my mentor, and I met him on social media before I even started cooking, and wow. we was on Twitter just going back and forth. And I was like, man, I want to go to school. He said, you go to school, go. And so the military paid for me to go to school. I'm a vet. And um, he cooked He cooked for Justin Bieber, Rick Ross, uh, Cynthia Bailey, uh, Bon Appetit. He cooks all over the world. So wow, very that's, cool. That's my mentor. Very cool. Yeah. And so, then, uh, so uh, you finish your thought. <laughs> I bet you were thinking the same thing. I think so. What are you cooking for us today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this long enough. I'm <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm yeah. cooking. Uh, I'm cooking some twice cooked ribs. What I do, I brine them and I fry them. So I'm making like a little Asian inspired sauce. Mm. Uh, some lip and pepper uh, chicken wings with uh, my lemon sauce. Okay. And I'm making some. Uh, I got some grass fed. Uh, 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 beef sliders with a uh, lemon, I'm not lemon, onions, bell peppers, a little seasoning here and there, and put them on the grill with some coleslaw. So it's gonna be a nice and fun event. Well, oh, I'm ready wow. to eat, so oh, I yeah, think I'm we should go to go get that uh, cooked up here. Yeah. Why don't we slide yeah. over uh, to the kitchen here and kind of see what's going Jen. on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you, man, for showing up and everything. No problem. So thank what? You for uh, me. Oh, we couldn't be more happier, man. So what are you gonna cook up for us today? I got some crispy fried ribs I made with an Asian marinade and an Asian sauce. I got some lemon pepper chicken in the oven. I'm going to toss with my lemon sauce Whoa. and garnish oh, on uh, the top of the Napa cabbage. And I got some turkey uh, turkey meatball sliders in the oven. Oh, wow. Yum. I can't even. You know what? Whoa. I just heard something. I just heard the bell ring. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> I want, do you like uh, cooking uh, with infused cannabis? Oh, yes, well, sir. Well, this yes, is the sir. man. This What's is Jeff, on, the man? 420 going, chef nice in the house. Nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like, you know, we were so honored to have you on the show. And, and then I was like talking with Jeff and I was like, oh my God, would you come out and visit us today? And he was like, hell yeah. yeah. Saw your Instagram, his Instagram. It's both just amazing. Thank you. Um, Plus we want to take you know, your cooking to a higher level. Right? Yeah, 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 So we do have people here that want to try it and then we have people okay. that don't want it. So maybe take gotcha. a little portion for the people how many people raise their hands if they want to try it? Oh, everybody wants to try everybody it. Everybody wants, wants to, try, to try, it. try it. So, listen, we're gonna we're gonna let you guys do your magic right now. Okay. okay. Awesome. Okay. And uh, just start cooking. And uh, thank you very much. I'll make you a rub here. Jeff, 420 in the house. Jeff, thank you so much. Great to be here. For, thank you for, for having me. For coming out to Schofield's Flowers uh, podcast. 
Uh, we like to say it's scope on scope sometimes here. But um, I, I've, I've been looking at your website extensively, and I have to tell you, I'm just blown away with all the videos, the oils, the butters, and everything. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I saw that really um, uh, stuck out was the fact that you had a good friend that had cancer. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the reasons you got into this business. And uh, do you want to give us uh, your thoughts on that? Sure. I mean, uh, I had uh, not just a friend, but family member, wow. um, you know, uh, one suffering from a, um, a brain tumor, another suffering from um, stage four fibromyalgia liver cancer. Wow. And, um, you know, uh, cannabis has helped them a lot. And obviously, an edible is not going to cure, you know, uh, cancer. But it'll make you feel a lot better while you're going through your treatments. And if you're using cannabis to treat your disease, um, there is now proof that cannabis not only kills cancer cells, it shrinks tumors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, at a certain point in time, both of them had gone into remission, right? Um, one of them specifically um, credit, credited her remission with, uh, you know, her cannabis use. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, though, you know, once you go into remission, you stop medicating. Um, she had stopped medicating, and um, the cancer came back with a vengeance, and there was no way for the cannabis to, um, yeah, to help again, except, you know, for her quality of life, you know, uh, towards the end. And she since, they both actually since, you know, moved on to, I like to say, the next, um, the next version you know, of their adventure yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in their journey in life, you know, or beyond life. So. Well, I mean, I'm glad you were able to extend their life period. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was able to extend it, but at least I was able to, you know, um, give them something that made them feel a bit better, you know, and, and really, you know, help their quality of life even towards the end. Right, right. And then since then, other people, right? Yeah, many, many other people. You know, um, I cook for a lot of, uh, a lot of patients, uh, in addition to the, you know, non-patients, you know, people that like medicating for other reasons as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, from a medicinal standpoint, um, there have really been a lot of people that uh, not only benefit from cannabis, medicating with cannabis, whether it's the oils or whether they're vaping, et cetera, but also edibles, which, again, helps them, you know, take them to the, ne take them to the next level. Um, edibles is one of those things where you can't go too hard, right? right, because of the way that it makes you feel. And if you have any, any more than 10 or 15 milligrams, as a person that's not medicating for medical reasons, right. you feel it. You know, um, when you're medicating for medical reasons, um, something else, something happens in your body, you can have more, uh, you can use more. A lot of it will help you um, in different ways. Right. Right. But that those are people that are medicating specifically because they're ill. Right. Um, when you're not ill, it's a whole different experience. It's kind of interesting. Wow. Uh, yeah. I was just in uh, Bisbee, Arizona, and I happened to go into a pharmacy and uh, uh, there was a lady in there talking about her um, uh, arthritis problems. Uh -huh. And then... Uh, the uh, pharmacist said, well, you probably should consider using this uh, CGB oil. Um, so what he meant was CBD oil. C I'm sorry, yeah, CBD Yeah, CBD. Yeah. You know, and CBD is uh, cannabidiol, which okay. is another um, primary compound in cannabis. Right. It's non-psychoactive, mm -hmm. but it has incredible medicinal properties. So if you don't want the psychoactive effects of cannabis, mm -hmm. right, but you still want to medicate with cannabis, CBD has been proven to help a, a myriad of ailments. Yeah, like um, I, I also at the same time, I was with a friend of mine that had a uh, very bad motorcycle accident. Mm. Broke about probably every bone in his body, wow. I swear. And he said he is using it every day. Yeah. And uh, he's using at least three to four times a day, mm -hmm. and it has helped him get through 
life, yeah. basically. Does he use CBD and THC? Or no, just... he's strictly using the CBD. The CBD, right. And CBD is, is an amazing pain reliever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are, there's a whole list, a laundry list of things that it helps. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that you need a small, tiny little bit of THC mm-hmm. within your CBD oil to help the CBD break through the blood-brain barrier. Okay. You know, we have different receptors in our brains. There's a CB1 and CB2 receptors. Okay. The CB2 receptor is what uh, CBD or cannabidiol attaches to, mm-hmm. and that's what helps basically to create homeostasis in your body so that you don't feel that pain and you're able to heal faster and heal better. Of course, we can't say that it treats or it really actually heals here in the United States because, right. you know, the uh, unfortunately, the research in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, has not been done. And for whatever reason, they don't take research outside of the U.S., you know, uh, as anything being significant. Mm-hmm. But we do know through research that's been done in Israel and in Spain and in France that um, CBD does have very, very... Um, good medicinal properties mm-hmm. and can really help a lot of these ailments. So I, I did see the THC calculator. Yes, here. yes. So tell me about that. I mean, that's like, I mean, I have a friend, uh, my, one of my writing partners, Joe, who's here today. And he, uh, we have a friend of ours, Doug, and he's sort of got, and he's been doing a lot of voice work for us and he got a little carried away because he didn't have the calculator. Uh-huh. So I really, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, okay, because I mean, I can imagine all right, I've had a few brownies in my days. Yes. I can remember laying on the bed, having to go to the restroom, and I couldn't get up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? I've been there, yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, my God, help me, dear God. I can't you got to crawl up. out of bed. Oh, no. yeah. oh, I'm floating to the bathroom. Yes, yes. I've been there, yeah. So uh, tell me about the THC calculator. So that's a very, very important part of our website. And right. um, I invented this process, number one, that makes – um, can of oil and can of butter that is specifically dosed. And I teach you how to make it. It's light tasting. It doesn't really have a very strong cannabis taste. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did the calculator was because I realized that the most anybody should ever have at any one sitting should be 10 milligrams. Right. I, like you, had a similar experience, except the cool thing about my experience was that um, somebody gave me a little pill. It was basically a, a gel cap. Right. Filled with 150 milligrams of THC oil. Oh, my oil. God. And oh, I was like, oh, I could do that. I had no clue what it was. This goes back like 10 years, right? Right. And I, I took it on a Friday, and I literally could barely move until Monday. I, like you, had to crawl my, my way to the bathroom. <laughs> I remember going to the bathroom the first time, sitting there like this, and four hours later waking yeah. up and going, what the hell? I, I couldn't get back to my bed. Yeah. You know, and you really yeah. have to follow the walls. It was pretty, yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. But then I, I, you know, I had a couple of those pills. I took a second one, and I poked a little hole in it. Right. And I decided that I was going to do one drop in a bunch of little muffins that I made. Okay. Right. I made a dozen muffins, uh-huh. right? And I put one little drop, so each one was, I guess, like 12 milligrams. Right. And that was potent but i could i could actually you know live my life i wasn't you know comatose and you know in a bad place and i said oh wow so you know 10 to 12 milligrams seems like it might be a sweet spot for heavy the heavy feeling right yeah so i started continually understanding dosage when i finally figured it out then i started working on my oils and my butters and figuring out how do i get this to a point where i know that one teaspoon is five milligrams right right and i invented this calculator that took into account every loss factor along the way of when I was making my butter and oil. And I worked with a lab on it, and you wow. know, I, we kept going back and forth. And finally, I came up with a formula that actually works. Right. So, you know, it's like if you use, so if you go to my calculator and you type in your starting amount of THC, right, because mm-hmm. that's what gets you 
Yep. That psychoactive yep. effect. That's a CBD. Mm-hmm. And then you type in the amount of cannabis that you're using mm-hmm. after you put it through a process, right? Because mm-hmm. based on weight. Right. And then how much butter or oil you're using. And then it will still tell you how potent your butter or oil is. And then at the bottom, it tells you how much it would be per tablespoon. And then you can figure out how many per teaspoon. And it's a really great way to, to dose. Wow. Um, so that's the calculator on the website. And right now, we're in the process of turning that into an app. So you can have the app on your phone. Ah, that's very fantastic. easy. And and make sure you don't go beyond 10 milligrams yeah. per person for an yeah. entire meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope, I love the Irish butter. Yeah. So I hope yeah. I don't mix up the two butters when I'm inviting my friends over. Carigold, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, that's fantastic. And then, uh, so let's talk about the fun part of your business, yeah, where you're actually, um, I noticed that you've been uh, doing cooking classes privately and for groups and, and uh, you know, private parties and things like that. I mean, how did that, uh, and then I also saw that you got rid of uh, the smell of the cannabis. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So why don't we touch on the smell first, and then let's talk about the fun part. Sure, I mean, it was all fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love what I do. Right. Um, you know, it's really, when I figured out how to take out the taste, that was the most important thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Because edibles had this very distinct herbaceous taste that's associated with cannabis edibles. Mm-hmm. And I wanted my food to shine. You know, I became a chef um, just actually just because I love cooking. I was teaching some very famous chefs how to do it with cannabis. They taught me, and next thing I know, they're calling me Jeff the 420 Chef, and, you know, that, that's, that's my name now. That's and, um, you know, so the taste, and they loved the fact that I was able to take out the taste of the cannabis from the cannabis before I infused it into the butter and oil. And then when you cook with the butter and oil, they're both, they just taste like, like olive oil or, yeah, or yeah. Irish butter, you know, <laughs> and you're making your recipe but everyone's having a good time because everyone's feeling it, right? right? So the THC and the CBD are still intact, but there's none of that herbaceous taste. So that was the beginning. And then, you know, I was doing a dinner party and um, my sous chef looks at me and he goes, we decided to smoke my, my culinary cannabis and just to see what it was like right. when you smoke it. And we smoked it and there was no odor. It didn't wow. smell like weed. Wow. So uh, next day I, I tested it again with this guy that wants to be my olive oil licensee and um, went to his house and I said, I think I said really cool here. It's odorless cannabis. He's like, bullshit. I'm like, no, like really it's odorless cannabis. <laughs> he goes, all right, let's put it in the bong. So we put it in the bong at his house. There's a whole dinner party he's having, you know, with friends over. His wife comes running into the den. She sees the bong loaded. She goes, do not smoke that in the house. You know you're not allowed to smoke in the house. I hate that smell. Heard that before. And, and he said, no, this is actually Jeff's new odorless cannabis. Right. And her reaction was, okay, smart ass. Yeah. If I smell any cannabis in this house, you can never smoke even in the backyard. You got to go down the block. But if I don't smell cannabis, then you can smoke it in the house. So we lit up the bong. And a minute later, she comes running in. She's like, Yorgos, this is the only cannabis that you can smoke in the house. So that was really great. So, you know, so, and now, you know, it's, and then we knew it was odorless. Next day, I went to my attorney. Um, we had a patent uh, applied for, and now it's patent pending. Wow. So now we have wow. a cannabis that is uh, odorless. It's called Free Leaf. Okay. So when you smoke it, it doesn't smell like cannabis. And then we also have culinary cannabis called Free Leaf Culinary Cannabis. So you can cook with it, and there's no taste. And now we have a new thing called the Rub-A-Dub, which is actually culinary cannabis that you can grind into a rub, and then you can put it on your, um, you know, grind it with garlic and basil and a whole bunch of different spices, and then uh, you can use that rub um, like you use any other rub, and again, medicate your food. 
So do you find that when you're at a party, some uh, people are used to smoking more than others and they're like, hey, give me a little extra butter? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story. This is a story. I love telling this story. Um, we did a big celebrity event uh, up in um, the Hollywood Hills mm -hmm. and we were allowed to be on the first, on like the first floor where the kitchen was and the party floor, which is above. Right. No one was allowed downstairs, which is like the, uh, man, the guy's man cave or in the bedroom area or whatever. We were right, not allowed right. down there. And uh, some guy comes waltzing into the kitchen with his girlfriend on his arm. And he's like, yo, chef, I heard you're only going to get him us 10 milligrams. because I'm a 300 milligram Corova guy. And I said, well, I'm really happy for you, but I will not serve more than 10 milligrams per person. Right. Well, why don't you see me after you have the 10 milligrams? Let's see how you're doing. And, you know, we'll see what we can do. I was placating him. Well, he didn't want to hear that. And we're at the dinner and I keep looking over and I always serve at my dinner party something called the Virgin Sisters. Right. So that's basically the same exact food without the cannabis in it. So if you want, let's say I serve my hazy Thai wings and right. each wing is one and a half milligrams, right? right? You should have two or three of those wings, but then you can have five or six or 10 of the other wings, right? My, the mm -hmm. virgin sister version, and you get a whole plate of wings and it all tastes the same, but some of them are medicated, some of them are not. Well, what he was doing was he was taking his girlfriend's food <laughs> and she was taking the virgin sisters. Yeah. So he had 20 milligrams. Oh, wow. Anyway, two hours later, she comes into the kitchen. She goes, have you seen Mark? And we're like, I have no clue. We're like, you know, no one's seen yeah. him, whatever. Yeah. It turned out that they found him downstairs in the guy's man cave, sleeping on the couch. <laughs> and they kicked him out. They picked him up. They kicked him out. And he's like, yo, dude, what'd you do to me? That was crazy. And we're like, listen, Mr. 300 milligram Kuroba guy, <laughs> yeah, we right. watched you. You right. had 20 milligrams yeah. and that's what it did to you. Yeah, yeah, so that's... people don't really know it. You know, edibles will affect you in a different way than when you smoke. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much you smoke. Yeah. The edibles are very different. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it takes much longer. You smoke a joint, you get high right away. Yeah. You yeah. eat edibles and you're like, eh, nothing happened. Yeah, edibles and, take about two hours. Yeah. You know, and it's really yeah. important. That's why, you know, I always start off um, my meals with a drink. And it's a, it's a cannabis-infused can of mocktail. Oh, right. Wow. And because it's in liquid form, it'll hit you a bit faster. So usually it hit you within half an hour to an hour. Then we can start seeing how people are actually doing the appetizers come out, then the meal comes out. So I'm able to, you know, to gauge how much to give individual people. And I follow each person throughout right, the night, right. you know, so everyone gets about 10 milligrams, sometimes a lot less depending on who they are. Wow. So do you work with other chefs too on these uh, adventures too? Like, sometimes I do. Yeah, you know, yeah. So thank you very much for coming out today. And, you know, of course, uh, your surprise on Chef Quasi is... Uh, uh, it was fantastic. Yes, I'm very excited. And uh, we're going to have you guys cooking together a little bit. He's really prepared a, a really great meal. And he was super excited. I mean, you both got some extensive followers on Instagram and all over social media. So we're super excited. Uh, and uh, so how does that work? You find uh, maybe somebody has a chef that they like and, hey, would you mind cooking with them? Or, you know, how does that Yeah, I mean, it, it happens all different kinds of ways. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of times when I do individual things like this, we do that. Um, where someone will say, hey, you know, come here, we're cooking with the chef, can you teach him how to do it on air? Right. You know, can you teach him how to do it in the kitchen, you know, um, for this event? Um, which I've done, you know, I did a big, big event, celebrity event, celebrity event, where they had a chef come in, I taught them how to dose their food, it was their food, my dosing, and it was very, very successful. Um, but um, the biggest thing we've done, we did a big event up in Sonoma. Wow. And uh, for 200 people, wow. called the NorCal Canna Cuisine. Right. And um, I had five other chefs with me. Wow. I pulled in five chefs from, one was from a Michelin star restaurant, I mean, from all over the Bay Area. They came in to work with me, taught them how to do what I do, and then we served this meal for 200 people. Wow. And I was that's, able to work with some really great chefs. That's so. fantastic. So let's talk about your uh, cookbook. I mean, I love the 420 Gourmet. 
the elevated art of cannabis. Let's get a copy of it. Let's let's show you, <laughs> let's get a copy of it here. This would be a lot of fun. <laughs> there you go. I have to sign it to you a little oh. bit later, but there you go. Oh my God! Thank you, thank you. That's fantastic, uh, honey. <laughs> we're gonna be uh, having some uh, good meals in the future Jess, kids are, some, some of my kids are here too so yep uh, get ready I know Jess is like smiling over there yeah she just went out and bought some uh, CDB right yeah yeah so that was like and you and you really you're using it because maybe some of uh, anxiety or whatever right yeah yeah so that's pretty that's awesome good. thank you very much I my really pleasure. appreciate absolutely it. yeah so um you know, and I'll, I'll just mention this right away, is that if anybody while they're watching this show wants to check out uh, Jeff's cookbook, you go to www.jeffthe420chef.com. Correct. All yeah. right. And you can see um, videos there. You can see books. You can see. Now, is this, do you have any other books coming out? I am working on my second cookbook. You are? Yes. Awesome. Yes, I am. And we're actually working on a series. So the 420 Gourmet series, um, but the second one I'm working on now. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. Exciting. So let's talk a little bit like we're, you know, all of a sudden big tobacco. Yes. Is getting into the scene. One company, I'm just going to stay away from naming them. But, uh, and the only reason being is because I, I just, of course, they want to get into it now. But. Right. Well, because cigarette sales are down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, cannabis sales are up. Yeah. And the younger, you know, the younger generation now that don't want to smoke cigarettes, you know, they're going to be smoking cannabis. Um, they want to get into it. Yeah. You know, in in a big way. I mean, you know, I know that there was a one point eight billion dollar infusion, you know, into a major Canadian company. Just two point four, uh, and there was another three point eight. So wow. the, all these big tobacco companies are getting in. Alcohol, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, companies are getting into yeah. it as well. Um, you know, it's like I really feel that the tobacco companies, however horrible they are, if they get into the cannabis world, they might be able to change their fortunes a bit and help people because cannabis is an herb that helps people right if you smoke cannabis you're helping people you're no longer killing people right. with terrible tobacco so this might be a way for them to kind of turn things around you know and now that i have my odorless cannabis i welcome them to knock on my door and, and talk about the patent you know but yeah it's wow. uh, it's pretty amazing. well i mean one of the things that i also read um is that 160,000 people have been put to work since uh the cannabis business has gone legal yeah yeah and i th i think that's just in california it is in California. Yeah, yeah, just in California. It yeah. is in California. Yeah, and I mean, I and now for the, there's like 30 cities in California that you can actually um, uh, that are it's legalized, but then uh, they also have the uh, delivery service. Yeah. So you can deliver it. That yes, way yes, too. it's some amazing, amazing delivery services. My favorite is Green Rush. You know, uh, they're they're pretty awesome. They're great they're up, up up north more than right. anywhere else. You know, right. but uh, Green Rush is really you know in my mind you know mm -hmm. the top of the mm -hmm. list. Um, there's other ones out there as well that you can see the billboards all over the city for that. You know, for for them, um, and you know they're they're doing well because people don't have necessarily the time to go into a dispensary. Right. Sometimes a dispensary uh, experience can be a little daunting mm -hmm. you know people are sort of like why am i going into this place and there's a security guard at the door and mm -hmm. you know you have to wait online and you know and, and then the, the bud tenders you know will walk you through what you're supposed to be doing but you don't really understand what they're saying right you know so a lot of times people like to do research online and right. then find the um uh, you know find where they can get it from and a lot of the dispensaries will either go you know they'll list on weed maps Right. You know, and you can find out how to get delivery, you know, through weed maps or you can go to greenrush.com and, you know, you can figure out, you know, how to get your cannabis through there as well. And it's, again, you know, an amazing delivery service.
I, I love that actually because I mean for those who don't believe in it and after just hearing you today it's fantastic I mean it's like health wise and what it's doing for people. if you don't want to do it you don't do it yeah, yeah. but if you want to do it and have a good time you have a private party and you know enjoy yourselves kick back watch yep. a movie or whatever and then also then you've got the uh, um, um, you know the dinner parties and everything else can you actually work in a, an event space you know it's, how does that work? it's it's complicated it is so I typically only do my events at a private residence okay. or in a private establishment. Okay. Right. So when we did, for example, the NorCal Canna Cuisine, mm -hmm. we it was there was a restaurant attached to it where we were able to use their kitchen, mm -hmm. but it had to be served outside of the restaurant in mm -hmm. a separate space. It was it was complicated. Um, so you know, there's there's certain things that you can do and can't do. Right. Each municipality, not just each state or each city, each municipality has its own rules and laws and regulations. So, you know, it really depends. You know, some I know in Palm Springs, as far, um, as far as I know it, we can do whatever we want in an establishment, in a food establishment, as long as they're licensed for edibles, right? Huh. Or as long as they're licensed for consumption on premise. Okay. Right? Okay. So, you know, if this place is not licensed for consumption on premise, it's a whole different story. Right. So that's why we do private, you know, in uh, private homes or, you know, mansions or people rent out and stuff like that. Last question before we start cooking. Yeah. Where, so where do you see the business going in the future? Like, I mean, what, I mean, there's, uh, there's just so many different things that are happening. I was, uh, you know, virtual reality, theaters, AR, you know, situ uh, setups, yeah. uh, experience, escape rooms. It's, it's just crazy. I mean. Yeah, it's you, very experiential. You know, really I, I really feel that, you know, right now it's in its infancy, but you can see how it's able to permeate through everything we do. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether it's a culinary experience or whether it's an experience like the escape rooms or VR, which is which I love the VR dinners. Mm -hmm. We did a VR dinner once. We oh, you did? Yeah. We took everyone to Costa Rica. Oh, tell us, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're going to continue. So, tell us about that trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, I mean, I just did the cooking and then, you know, the uh, the host of the dinner had um, these uh, these uh, VR, VR goggles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot that it was a very famous company that does the, the original one. OK. Um, but anyway, so and then everyone was going to Costa Rica. Oh on vacation, God. everyone's just hanging out, you know, because at the end, like two hours later, that was the event. Right. right? So, and there's a lot of other things that are going on. The people are doing burlesque events and people are doing, yeah. you know, I mean, you name it. I so, saw a silent, uh, a silent uh, um, music where they put on, everybody had, was, uh, had on headsets. Yeah. And they put on the music and there was no, and they were all dancing around yeah yeah and i yeah. know that they had uh they were having a good time yeah it's kind of interesting when you see people like with the vr on and right. they're just in a whole different world oh, yeah you're watching them and yeah. it's hysterical you know another fun thing we did was uh i did the first cannabis dinner in uh portland oregon when they went legal in oregon okay and we had 18 people we decided we were going to do because it just happened by default right so we decided we were going to break up the dinner into a table outside and a table inside nine and nine because we had two different strains of cannabis one was indica and one was sativa mm -hmm. right now that doesn't really mean anything other than where it was grown but at the mm -hmm. time it was like the purported effect that that strain was supposed to have so an indica quote unquote is supposed to make you feel more relaxed you know and sort of like just you know just chill and these sativas are more uplifting and creative and you know people get really you know excited and uh so i made two different oils right and we made one meal for the people outside and one meal for people inside and we had indica inside and the um sativa on the outside and the people 
at the table that had us the indica, mm-hmm. we're just in a very, very deep conversation about the universe and God and these great, <laughs> it was amazing. And then the people who had the sativas, or, you know, the more uplifting, they yeah. were just, they had a ring leader at the front of the table. They're just like, yeah, they're just going at it. You know, super excited. <laughs> about the, but they, I don't even know what they were talking about. Yeah. It was that crazy, yeah. you know. But we actually were able to see in real time how the different strains wow. affected them. And it was the entire table was affected the same way. That is hilarious. So pretty cool. Yeah, you can do a lot of fun stuff with it if you once you get to know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's fantastic. Well, all right. Um, I actually have some... Well, you get a set of uh, an eight-set pack of coasters, and I've got a T-shirt. Just there's a T-shirt right in the uh, bin right there. There you go. Awesome. You get your own Schofields flowers. Oh, and coasters. thank you. This thank is very cool. That's you. Yep, it is. I'd love that. <laughs> See that, everybody. And everybody right really, here. you know, I, I gave you the shirt with Schofields flowers on oh, instead I love of my that. instead of my cool. face. So, chef, thank you so much for joining us thank today. You. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity to let everybody know how to reach out to you and everything. So why don't you uh, go ahead? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, my favorite is Instagram. So if you want to check out all the fun things we're doing, uh, you can go to Instagram, uh, Jeff420Chef. If you want to copy the cookbook, you can either go to Jeff420Chef.com or Amazon. Um, it's a five-star cookbook on Amazon, very proud to say. Yeah, um, we've sold um, just about, we've just about sold out of our first uh, printing. Uh, I think we're at about 12,000 copies now. Wow, wow, fantastic. Uh, and uh, also Twitter, Jeff the 420 chef uh, You can reach out through there. And if you want to book a private event, uh, you can book it through uh, JeffThe420Chef.com as well. Uh, and then YouTube, our YouTube channels are the Cannabis Cooking Channel, .com or .tv, or JeffThe420Chef. Uh, you can see all the fun things to learn how to cook with cannabis as well um, through some of our videos up there. Uh, which are fantastic. Thank and you. they're really Thank quick, you. too. I mean, yes. they're like one minute long. Yep. And I love that. I really did. Some and of them are the quick fix videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're fantastic. So, uh, all right. Well, thank you very much. And then we'll be uh, giving our plug for some of the things that we're doing over at Schofield's Flowers at the end of our show. And uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chef. All right. All good. Mm. Oh. Scope, can we, can we finish this? <laughs> I think we're actually rolling. Oh, my God. Hey, everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to tell you, this is the most <sighs> amazing rib i've ever had from chef quash if, if i didn't have one and tell you that they were amazing mm. i would be so livid right now but no. i'll let you have it those are amazing so yep. thank you chef quasi <laughs> and also jeff the 420 mm. chef who came Rich. in and, and helped out well you were getting ready i was sort of eating a couple other ribs and a uh-huh. chicken wing and a um honey you got to be the designated driver because i'm starting to feel the uh <laughs> cannabis infusion <laughs> rub all right let, let's <laughs> let's finish that all up. right let, All me, right. let me wipe you up. Oh, shit. Who did that? <laughs> that was probably my daughter, Jess, sneaking one in. All right, here you go. Thank you, Don. All oh. right, all right. So back to the... Yeah. All right. Um, but, but really, I mean, those that food was amazing. Uh, wow. Big thank you to Chef Quasi and Jeff the 420 Chef uh, for coming on and uh, cooking up some some really good food for us here. Mm. Uh, I think the, the crew is probably their, their favorite episode so far <laughs> i mean the brewery was pretty good over at art district uh yeah. free beer never yeah, hurts yeah, yeah. but um i think food is definitely the way to my heart so yeah i mean you might not get paid a lot <laughs> at, or at, at all, all. <laughs> but shout, out tommy. <laughs> <laughs> shout out tommy shout out tommy yeah tommy's probably still trying to get on his wetsuit <laughs> shout out to tommy too we miss him yeah you know one finally, time <laughs> finally he gets something out of it you know free beer free food and he's not here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what right? do you know yeah oh well so let's get into it, Freddie. So yes. you're getting married. I am. 
Oh my God. So for everybody here, <laughs> I've known this guy a long time. I mean, I coached him in hockey, helped him get into school, all that. But you guys have all heard that before. Yeah. So I get to go to the I get to go to the bachelor party. I, I wouldn't be a bachelor party without my <laughs> my partner in crime. It was amazing. We almost have one man down. <laughs> almost. almost. Uh, so we're down in San Diego. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's a bachelor party. Um, so there's lots of uh, alcohol. Yep. Uh, we were riding uh, limes and uh, birds all day long. Unbelievable. We'll, we'll post that yeah, picture. Yeah. Well, we probably already I think we already had, had yeah, it up yeah, there did, uh, of us uh, yep. scooting around. Yep. Um, but one of the guys uh, raged a little bit harder than I think all of us. And uh, <laughs> let's just say, you know, although I'm kind of disappointed because it would have made an epic story, but oh my God. I'm glad uh, I'm glad he's alive. okay. <laughs> uh, he went for a little swim in the bathtub late night. Almost didn't come out. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, but I'll tell you, for the people that, I don't know, people get so aggravated with those limes and, yeah. and for the birds. I, I don't think any of us had ridden one before. It I'd was, never, I never even, I, I've heard of scooters, but I never even like kind of knew about them until right. we were there and seeing people scooting around. And then it's just like, no, you just download an app and you grab one off the road. I'm like, <laughs> but what about the people that got there? Like, don't they want them? No, there's like 10 more just oh, around the street. Jeez, it was just a blast. I never had so much fun. I uh, mean, yeah. we did more bar hopping because we just wanted to be on the birds and the limes. But yep. the funnier thing was we got to one exit and it was like, uh, Hey, this is the three-way <laughs> entrance. I think it, looks at me and I'm like, no, yeah. you're not doing it. I'm the adult here. I, I was, I, I think it might've been the, uh, the whiskeys prior to, but I was pretty yep. sure I was ready to go on the free. I was like, no, I went down the hill about 20. We could do this. We just got to go one exit. We'll be there. And you, you kind of were voiced a reason, uh, of, Hey, Such why don't we just go around? Uh, we can, we can scoot around a little bit more, but, but that was a fun time going to all the breweries, scooting yeah. around, uh, scooting through downtown San Diego with traffic. I felt like I was on a motorcycle, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, we just kind of motorcycle game. Right. We'd go by people and yell, I see somebody and we go, Oh, what about the guy that screamed out the, uh, <laughs> Oh yes. The, the, so, so yeah. we're in San Diego. So I got us all, um, top gun shirts. Uh, I had Maverick, of course, uh, my Hollywood. best, yeah, Hollywood <laughs> scope over here. Um, and then, uh, one of my best friends, uh, he got goose obviously. So he sees shirts. He's like, Hollywood Maverick, where's goose. I'm like, goose is dead. <laughs> then they just start shouting out. Goose is dead. dead. Goose, goose is, is dead. dead. <laughs> and then all of a sudden goose came scooting through and he's like, goose is alive. <laughs> it was so, so funny. uh, maybe it was yeah. just us, but I think yeah. it was pretty funny. Yeah, no, it was definitely funny. So what have you been up to since, uh, uh, that our trip in San Diego. Uh, mostly recovering. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving came and went. That was, you know, spend some time with some family. But uh, really, actually, kind of the big thing for mine was uh, launching Schofield's Flowers on iTunes. So oh. got that uh, launched. So right now we're re-releasing all of our episodes onto iTunes every Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. Go ahead and uh, hit subscribe so you always get those episodes. Um, cause we're going to start releasing, uh, more and more, you know, on the fly and it'll be the only way you can get, uh, some episodes and some short stories. So yeah, yeah. Short stories are now being worked on by Margarita Mix, which thank you very much. We're dedicating and saying that they are definitely our sponsors for the show along with a couple other. Yep. I mean, we've got, uh, Jeff, the 420chef.com. Check out his site. Of course. What about you? What have you been up to Scoff? Uh, I've seen some, uh, some photos. Yeah. I was in <laughs> Chicago. And uh, had a great time there. Went in, you know, it's one of, you know, it's where I'm from, my hometown, and everything, where the family's from. And I would say, actually, you know, it was nice. I went to 
the AICP get together, which is from my business. And I was able to tell a lot of people what we're up to and mm -hmm. everything and let everybody know that now uh, we, of course, started with the podcast, but now we're turned into a complete content company. Yep. Um, I've been, uh, you know, some other updates. We've been talking with New York a lot. We got a uh, possible uh, escape room coming out, uh, a prohibition in Schofield's Flowers room. And nice. uh, it's going to be great. I mean, that's. I bet like you it something. smells delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we have uh, uh, working on an AR app also for us and uh, talking to some liquor sponsors, uh, wineries, uh, you name it. Mm -hmm. I mean, 19 Crimes has a really cool bottle out there. And so we've been yep. talking to a few people. I just actually had a really, really good conversation with a brewery yesterday that's yep. very interested in actually building out a, you know, an escape room and possibly having a speakeasy in the back, which I haven't even begun to tell you because right. it's been nuts and I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, but, but and maybe even, maybe even a Schofield's flower beer, either a private label or, yep. or flavor of beer yep. too. Yep. So, yep. Yep. um, that yep. would be exciting for me. I know. Yeah, no, no, that's what we talked about. So, I mean, again, we're trying to do licensing uh, mm -hmm. for our brand out there for anybody that's watching and wants to get involved. Um, we, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it was an exciting time being that you know, from Chicago and everything and the family and uh, the 20s and all the gangsters being killed and everything up to 29. And then, you know, we have uh, National Repeal Day. That's right. Yeah, no. Uh, so December 5th is National Repeal Day. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Utah who was the 36th vote and that officially ended Love those uh, <laughs> prohibition, right? Who would have right. thought? Um, yeah. Which, as you know, we got that one whiskey from a Utah-based yep. uh, distillery, uh, High West. It's one of my favorites. If Love you it. haven't haven't had their bourbons or their rye's, uh, my favorite personal one is Campfire. It's a uh, bourbon rye scotch blend, wow. which is great uh, on the rocks or just as a sipper, uh, neat, because uh, it's got the smokiness, which is why they call it Campfire, but then right. it's got that American bourbon and uh, some of their rye in it. Uh, and actually uh, reached out to them via social media. They're they're only like 10 years old right now. Right. So they're just about uh, to release some of their, their own distilled and aged uh, blends, whereas before they're using uh, other distilleries with their recipes to get up and going. So uh, check them out for sure if you're a uh, whiskey connoisseur. Yep. Um, but yeah, National Repeal Day, it's kind of a big thing. A lot of places are now doing some uh, celebrations and yeah. it's kind of like Gatsby themed and all yeah. that. Uh, it was the middle of the week this week, so I didn't make it out. But some of them were actually doing them on the yeah, weekends. Yeah, I was actually the day I was there uh, the day after I was at a place, and they had well, I was at the Soho House, and they said they had a little thing. So that very was cool. cool. So uh, yeah, but fun times. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I've been doing I've been in the advertising business for thirty something years, and I can't imagine not being able to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I saw Mad Men. I understand yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, anything else? I think, no, I mean, I think that's uh, like... Yeah, I, I would say just you know check out schofieldsflowers.com. Uh, see the projects we're working on. If you're a company and you're looking for, for something, reach out to us. There's nothing that we can't, uh, can't do. Yep. Um, experimental, VR, concept, AR. you name it. Yeah, yeah. hit yeah, us we're... up uh, you know, and, and set up a meeting. We'll see what we can do for you. But uh, keep subscribing, keep following. Uh, and then I think uh, going back to what we talked about with Quasi, uh, name the three top places to tailgate in uh, NFL uh, on our, our feed here. And uh, sure. you have a chance to, uh, if you do that and you get all three right, we'll send you out some coasters. Should I tell them now or no? Wait no, later. No, 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 no. We'll name them once they do. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. 
Well, I already know. So, all right. Well, listen, thank you, everyone. We appreciate you watching. And uh, please keep us, you know, hitting us up every day or every uh, other day, whatever it might be. But we'd love to hear from you.